G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We are looking at John chapter 6, the very beginning. And John chapter 6 can be entitled, The Bread of Life. This is one of the great discourses of Jesus, where he likens himself to the bread of life, that when you eat of this bread, you will not just live for another day, you will live forever. So our lesson is called the fourth sign, feeding of the 5,000, which is the only miracle apart from the resurrection of Jesus that is mentioned in all four Gospels. It's not just a great miracle in its own right. It is not just showing that God cares for the physical person as well as the spiritual. It also is a pointer to the true identity of Jesus. He feeds the 5,000, five loaves and two fish, and then he speaks of himself as the bread of life. In some ways, it should be so plain, so clear, and yet, For many, it still remains a mystery. Well, we're going to learn some more about this amazing story. But before we do, let me read to you from the passage at hand. Now, the whole passage is John chapter 6, verses 1 to 14. And verse 11 says, And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, And likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. As we're going to discover, there's 5,000 people there, at least 5,000 men. And all they have to eat are five loaves of bread and two small fishes. How on earth are you going to feed so many with so little? And yet, Jesus does it. After breaking the bread, giving thanks, he hands the bread to the disciples, the disciples to the people, and they had more than enough to eat, and there were something like 12 baskets left over. It was a remarkable miracle. And in fact, the crowd is so impressed, we're going to read in the next lesson, that they forcibly wanted to come to Jesus and make him king. His time had not yet come. So this is the feeding of the 5,000. We're going to learn a few things about this outstanding miracle. We're going to learn it happened along the shores of the Sea of Galilee. And the Sea of Galilee, this big freshwater lake, is in itself a miracle, as I will explain. We're going to have the crowds come to hear Jesus, and they are seeking for miracles. They know this man is from God. He does the miraculous. He has the anointing. The supernatural is present in his meetings, and they can't get enough. So they will follow him wherever he goes, although they won't always follow him. Many will desert after they got what they wanted. Others will desert when 
They listen to his teaching. They find it a little bit heavy sailing because, after all, Jesus isn't there to provide feel-good messages. Jesus is here to give us gospel truth. And in the gospel truth, we're going to learn that there is a price to pay. For example, Luke 9.23, if any man seeks to follow Jesus, they have to deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow him. This already will separate many from those who mean business with God. And so these are some of the things we face in the whole situation of the feeding of the 5,000. The Passover is nigh at hand. We'll learn about how people are hungry. The disciples did not know what to do, but Jesus did. And they take what little they had, and that's all you can give is what you have, not what you don't have. And then after that's all happened, they will have the 12 baskets left over after feeding the 5,000, and everyone will say, there is a prophet in our midst. Let's read the entire portion from John chapter 6, verses 1 to 14. Our lesson is called The Fourth Sign, Feeding of the 5,000, and it's from John 6, 1 to 14. This is God's Word. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias, and a great multitude followed him, because they saw his miracles which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about five thousand. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth that prophet that should come into the world. Our reference is John 6, verses 1 to 14, and our lesson is called The Fourth Sign, The Feeding of the 5,000. What a messianic miracle. So let's begin to look at this verse by verse. We begin with, after these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. This is one of the few times this term is used. I think maybe five times the New Testament speaks of the, quote, Sea of Galilee. It is the biggest freshwater lake in the Middle East, which in and of itself makes it a gift from the Almighty. And it was known by several names, including the Lake of Galilee and the Sea of Tiberias. Now, 
I've been told by a very credible source that the reason it's called the Sea of Galilee is because in Aramaic, the language that Jesus reputedly spoke, there is no word for lake. There's only the word for sea. And of course, the reason there's no word for lake is because they weren't used to having lakes in this rather arid part of the world. That's why it was a great gift from God, a fish-filled freshwater lake. Jesus went to the area of the lake, which on the northern shore was his headquarters, the city of Capernaum. And by the way, I think the dimensions of the lake, for your information, is it's 14 kilometers wide, 22 kilometers long, and something like 50 meters deep. It's actually very deep because it's part of the Rift Valley. The shore of the lake is below sea level, and it is subtropical. John 6, verse 2, the miracle-seeking crowds. Jesus did not lack for an audience. They followed him wherever he went because they saw the miracles that he did to diseased people. And note, another proof that Jesus did many more miracles than what was officially recorded in John's gospel. So what we have is the crowd are coming to Jesus seeking more miracles. Now in verse 3, of John 6, Jesus went into a mountain and sat with his disciples. He was trying to get away from the madding crowds. As it says here in verse 4, the Passover was nigh. And Jesus returned to Galilee at the time of Passover, called a feast of the Jews. And of course, it is obvious that this is a feast for all Jews, whether they live in Jerusalem or in Israel or in the diaspora not just a feast for the Judeans and not just a feast exclusively for the religious leadership in Judea. And then feeding the hungry. John chapter 6, verse 5. When Jesus saw the multitudes, he asked Philip from where they were going to find food that they may eat. In one sense, this is a good classic Middle Eastern mindset. I dare say even an Asiatic mindset. And when I say Asia, I'm talking from Beirut to Beijing the entire continent. This continent is renowned for its kindness, its hospitality to strangers, its going the second mile to help people along the way. So Jesus was very much in step with his prevailing culture. But where he departed from them is that he's going to feed 5,000 men with only five barley loaves of bread and two small fishes. And by the way, the mention of Passover is important because it gives us an indicator how long was the earthly ministry of Jesus. It could have been anything from 18 months to over three years. It's just that we get these figures from the mention of Passover and or the mention of a certain feast. That's just a little aside. Verse 6 of John 6. He, Jesus, asked this question of Philip, where are we going to get the bread? because he was putting him to the test. He already knew what he needed to do. A very important point. In our day and age, where we face unique, complex, numerous, and unprecedented challenges, the fact is, even human leadership doesn't know what to do. However, for people of faith, the good news is, God knows what to do. And here, where you have literally thousands of people stranded, from any source of food nearby. There was no convenience or takeaway stores anywhere. 
What are you going to do to help these people? God cares not only for our spiritual side, but even for our physical side. Therefore, Jesus, Son of God, knew exactly what he needed to do. That's why take to heart the promise of 1 Chronicles 12.32. Be like the children of Issachar. Understand the times, and God will show you what you need to do. Verse 7 of John 6. It was said, 200 pieces of silver, or 200 denarii, is not sufficient to purchase bread, even if everyone present only has a little bit. It's just we don't have the source, and we don't have the money, even if we were with the source. Then comes the lad. Andrew, brother of Simon Peter, spoke about a lad who had five barley loaves and two small fishes. Well, that's a start. But how can such an amount go far when so many needed to be fed? As I said earlier, God doesn't ask you to give what you don't have. He asks you to give what you do have. Of course, it may not seem like much, but remember, God is our sufficiency. I believe that's in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 5. Our sufficiency comes from God. Verses 5 and 6. And he fills every pothole in our life. He is our sufficiency. Therefore, whatever you need, God will take care of. That's why he wants you to give what you have, and he will multiply it, doing exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Well, we're about to have a miracle here, a great messianic miracle. But in order to have it, it, everything must be done decently and in order. So in John 6, verse 10, it was a very grassy spot where the multitude were fed. And Jesus commands the men to sit down on the grass, these 5,000 men. As I told you already, this is going to be the only miracle, apart from the resurrection, mentioned in all four Gospels. Then it tells us in verse 11, Jesus took the loaves. He gave thanks. He gave them to the disciples who passed them on to everyone who was sat down. They did the same with the fishes. Now, the text doesn't go into any detail. What it basically says is that Jesus gives thanks, hands out the loaves and fishes, and the disciples take and pass out. At what point did they multiply? We don't know. If you see one of the movies, they actually have the loaves and fishes thrown into a basket, and then they take out of the basket an inexhaustible supply. We don't know whether they were in a basket or not in a basket. All we know is Jesus took what the little boy had, and he thanked God. Can I just take a moment and remind my listeners, this is a command of 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything, give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. If we give thanks for what we have, I fervently believe God will give us more. Just as Jesus gave thanks for the loaves and fishes, and God multiplied them more and more. It says in verse 12, all were filled. When they were filled, Jesus made a command to gather up the fragments that nothing be wasted. I can't tell you exactly much about the fragments, but what it's basically saying is that these people had so much to eat 
there were leftovers, and nothing should be wasted. In John 6, verse 13, they gathered the fragments, and they filled 12 baskets with the barley loaves. I believe everybody was astonished. They knew there was nothing, and now there was something, and they looked at each other, they looked up to heaven, they looked to Jesus, and in John 6, 14, everybody's attention had been grasped by this miracle, this great messianic miracle pointing to the true identity of Jesus. They said a proclamation that this is the prophet who has come into the world. This is why the sign of the multiplications of the loaves and fishes is a great messianic miracle. Now our lesson is called the fourth sign, feeding of the 5,000. And our lesson for life is this. The feeding of the 5,000 not only satisfied the hunger of many, but also was another sign that Jesus is the Messiah. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.